This is the Real Estate is Rad podcast. Super pumped to talk with my man, Zach Johnson. Zach, thanks for coming on. Happy to be here. So Thrilled. you do bookkeeping. I rarely run into bookkeepers. Uh, I was very intrigued when you called me like, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And you're like, hey, man, I'm doing a bookkeeping business. I'm like, that's random, uh, but super <laughs> needed in this world. And I noticed as I grew my business, I need one as well. Um, and so I also just love the fact that you're doing your own thing. You're taking care of your family and, and it's a risk when anyone jumps and does their own business. It's scary. Uh, I've, I've been there. Um, it's a lot of pressure and stress. And so I, I want to learn more about your business, how you can impact people through your business, how owners of companies or self-employed, whether you're a 1099, um, doing your taxes, how key it is to have someone like you and how just because you're a bookkeeper doesn't mean that every bookkeeper does the same thing. Uh, I don't, I want people to hear why Zach Johnson is different <clears throat> and also just kind of sprinkle in again, like your journey and, and how you've grown and uh, all that stuff. So yeah, just, just a quick uh, background of really quick of who you are and what you do. Sure, man. So yeah, I, I got in a business doing this as a side hustle about three, four years ago. Um, just this past, just the end of 2022 is when I made it into a full-time gig and went all in on it um, and seen some huge success. Uh, started out doing bookkeeping and accounting for trade companies, construction companies, and, and really kind of anybody that needed it. Um, any business form of being, whether done, you know, bookkeeping or you have you or your aunt, whatever. Um, yeah, every business needs to have it. And there's reasons that they need to have it. And we'll talk about that too. But that's kind of why I got into it. It's because there was a real need for that. And I've always been a numbers kind of guy. Um, that's how I lived. That's how oh, I kind of ran. I was going to ask you why you love it. So, <laughs> yeah, I got a, yeah, I, I was, I was huge into Excel, huge into budgeting numbers, stuff like that on the personal side. And uh, when the opportunity kind of presented itself, my wife's like, you should do that. You really like numbers and you're really good at numbers. And I'm like, yeah, I can add you know, that's really cool, <laughs> but there's a lot more to it than that. And so made the jump to, to get into that started with, uh, with, uh, just a handful of companies on the side, doing it after hours when I got home from my day job and, uh, slowly kind of grew, um, identified an opportunity within the solar space specifically, um, from a friend of mine who still is in solar, he sells and has been selling for years and, um, did a little bit of research and kind of tailored my services and my packages to that market specifically, um, to really help them out because there's a dire need um, for good accounting and bookkeepers for that industry. Of course, I can do it for any other industry as well. I mean, anybody that gives me a referral, I'm more than happy to help out and, and take on there um, and see if we can help out if we're a good fit if they're not in the solar industry, just because, again, I come from the philosophy that every business needs to have this in some way, shape or form, whether yeah. they do it themselves <clears throat> or they have somebody to do it for you. I love that. I, just backing up, you mentioned uh, your your wife said you're good at it. I love that because that's what happened to me. I, I'm a mortgage guy, right? And and when people, you know, I'm playing pickleball, or whatever. Some guys and they're like, oh, I do this. I'm like I'm a law officer, and it sounds kind of boring, but I freaking love my job. <laughs> like I'm obsessed yeah. with my job. Um, yeah. Well, it's like you know. So, but you mentioned like your your wife, like my wife, same thing, dude. Like she was like totally supportive when I went on my own. She's like, you're really good at it, and it's not you don't have to have a wife for that. It's like you have your the fr people who are closest to you, those who love you the most usually can see from a distance, like what you're good at and, and what you're passionate about. They see the difference. Okay. He likes this, not really into this. And so that that's cool to, to hear you say that. I think that's a common theme. Whenever I talk to entrepreneurs, they always mention that, Hey, someone mentioned that I'm good at this. Someone saw something in me. 
And mm-hmm. uh, I realized that that was something I was talented at and I, and I pursued it. So when I talked to you about my business, um, and I'll be honest, like I didn't, I never, honestly never thought, I knew bookkeeping is there and I never thought of doing bookkeeping. I just figured out oh, I do it myself. It's not a big deal. I'll save, you know, the money. Um, but I, I want you to, you know, what you've, what you've gone over with me and taught me, I want you to talk about just the biggest differences or alleviations that you're going to provide to someone who doesn't have bookkeeping versus bookkeeping. Also kind of touch on like, again, like what Zach does different um, and why it's important to have a good bookkeeper versus any bookkeeper. Sure. Yeah. Bookkeeping is in a way subtly required by the IRS, although they're not going to come out and explicitly stay it. Sure. The verbiage, and I don't want to go into like specifics, but basically just says it's your responsibility as a business owner to maintain accurate records of Mm -hmm. transactions for your business. Now, as far as the hows and how often and what do you use and can you do this? They're not going to tell you. It's just a matter of you've got to do something. It's almost assumed that you're going to do it. Yeah, it's assumed that you're going to do it because they've said to do it. And so you should do it. And so what I like about what I do is that I offer three key things, really. One is uh, more freedom. Business owners are going to be able to spend more time growing their business and working on the business, working in the business, because bookkeeping then becomes an internal function of operating your business, you know. Of the many hats that a business owner already has to wear starting out, add to bookkeeping or an accounting department hat. And that's another one they have to do. And that one's harder because it's not really helping them grow. At least it doesn't feel like it. Right. You know, it's more administrative. I'm not doing anything that's directly affecting my ability to produce additional income to provide for my life, for my family mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, So that's one aspect. We give people's time back. So they don't have to work on that stuff. They can work on their business. The second thing is we provide them the ability to assure, ensure that they're getting the most tax deductions possible. Without any sort of accurate records, there's no way for you to know if you're claiming the right amount of deductions or if the deductions you are claiming are legitimate. Because depending on the deduction, it may not be deductible. It may be deductible. It may be partially deductible. And so being able to have some sort of record keeping to substantiate your deductions allows you to know like, hey, when you file your taxes at the end of the year or at the beginning of the next year for the previous year, you can know like, I've, I've taken care of my business. I'm ensuring I'm getting the most possible deductions. And, you know, whether I have a tax bill at the end of the year, or I have a tax refund, or if I net zero, you've done your due diligence to ensure what that outcome is. The third thing is, oh my goodness, it just escaped me. Think, think it's about it. Level of protection. Got it? Okay. Protection. Yeah. Protection because people that don't have that are essentially gambling with the IRS. It's like they're going to casino and they're basically saying, I'm going to take what I've got. I'm just going to throw it out and see what happens. And if I don't get dinged, then, you know, great on me. But then if I do get dinged, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's going to suck, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's what it is. It's people that don't do that are essentially gambling, betting on the fact that they're never going to get audited or they're not going to get audited during this time until they find somebody because they think the window of an IRS audit like goes back three years or something like that. I'm curious to know the stats on how many audits are done annually. If you know those, if you don't, but I guarantee it's in the thousands, I would assume. It's about four out of every thousand tax filers get audited or something. Really? Like that. mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's interesting. I'm sure if you ask the people who got audited, they were in the same shoes. I thought I would never get audited. 
Yeah, I, I've everyone I've spoken to that has been audited has never had positive things to say about it. It's right. never been. It, the audit was awesome, dude. I love. <laughs> yeah. I remember the IRS audited me, man. That was such a great time. Yeah, well, like, I can't wait till it happens again. I learned so much, like, which <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. is true, but it's not like a positive learning experience. Yeah, you learn how much you hate them. Yeah, exactly. So uh, freedom, um, protecting their deductions, and being able to um, provide a level of financial organization to maximize tax deductions. The biggest thing for me, and this is like an entrepreneur, not, not, not me, but it's such a common theme where when you're growing your business, you don't think anyone else can do it better than you. And I'm not saying it from an arrogant standpoint, but like the way mm-hmm. you can do your business, the, the mere thought of getting an assistant or someone to help you with your business, you're like, oh man, they're going to, are they going to do it like I do it? This is how yeah. I want to run my business. I struggled with that for a long time. 100%. And, you know, but the, the cliche statement, time is money. It's so true because you think about, you ask someone, and this is what I changed. And I came like, where'd you get your business? Well, I, I did this and that. Okay. How much time did you spend doing that? Like proactive, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, you need to keep doing that because if your business is sitting there where it's at and you're stale, it's because you stop doing those proactive things. The only way you can do that is you delegate. And part of that delegating, like you said, is organizing your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And filing out. So I think that was the biggest benefit. And I think it's important, and I'm the biggest, I'm the worst example at this. Uh, you know, like, I, I just started working with you, you know, but obviously I've known you for years. Is that it, <laughs> having a PL is pretty important. I, I, <laughs> worse that. I, I honestly hate that stuff. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how you, I love that you enjoy it. I just don't, I would maybe do it for other people. I could like it, but it's like, man, I don't want to sit down and crunch my numbers and see what I made. I want to go get business (laughs) conversations, you know, like, yeah. And so, you know, it's good to think about, okay, what's he taking off from me? Could I find, and I'm sure you see this Zach, where you do this for people and you find holes and you're like, Hey, did you know this was here that you're losing money here or Mm -hmm. you can make money here? Like, I'm sure that is so fulfilling for you to tell a consumer that or a customer that. Yeah. It's a natural byproduct. We had a client a couple months ago, uh, newer client. She's an e-commerce, owns an e-commerce business, has an account on Shopify. She sells uh, like designer cloth, fabric, pillowcases, stuff like that. Really kind of niche, unique business. Mm-hmm. And during the setup um, and getting her onboarded and whatnot, we went through all of 2022 um, because we found some errors during our initial review that told us, hey, we need to go back through and we need to take care of 2022 before we can start worrying about moving forward. And so part of our process, we go through, you know, each account, we make sure everything's done correctly. One, we reconcile accounts and all that stuff. But through this whole process, we we ended up identifying $10,000 in missed business deductions just because that's crazy. Those, yeah, those reconciliations weren't done. Um, it was just, just from simple bookkeeping, like just from having it in place. People think like, you know, I've got to be able to maximize taxes. They start with the end in mind. It's like the goal is like, I want to save on taxes. I don't want to pay a whole lot in taxes. And and the reality of it is, is like starting out, you're going to have to mitigate your tax situation. Yep. It's going to be impossible to not have a tax bill at some point if you're not prepaying or estimating your taxes and making those payments throughout the year. And especially if you're not making a ton of money because all the people that you may have heard of or the people that you aspire to be like or that you listen to you've been coached by like they're making a ton of money and for that reason they have people tax strategists accountants bookkeepers even that they pay a good amount to to help reduce their tax liability like you can't you can't start business out thinking you're going to get 
like tax breaks like Grant Cardone or some of these heavy hitters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. that's the goal. Great. Sure. Let's let's start here. Yeah. Get squared away first because that's the best we can do to mitigate your tax situation for the time being. And then as you grow, then we can look at other options, looking at tax formation, um, different tax formation statuses and and whatnot to try and mitigate that. Yeah, I any big company has tons of assistants and multiple bookkeepers and multiple tax people and like that's just that's the nat natural way of growing a business. You're never gonna mm -hmm. find a guy as a millionaire or a multimillionaire who is just a one man show <laughs> who doesn't like, already have that in place. Very yeah. far in between, right? But the majority yeah. of the people, if not all of them, are gonna say, you know, hey, I've walked away from half of the business. I haven't man. I have multiple friends who are doing very successful businesses, millionaires, and. You talk to them, they're working 23 hours a week. How are you doing that? Because we have managers and other people mm -hmm. that take care of the, the minutia that I don't want to do. It allows yep. me to enjoy the lifestyle I want and the income that I'm looking for. Yep. Uh, what are the, what are, uh, I'm, I'm curious, just purely curious. What are some <laughs> of the pushbacks you get when, when you, I mean, for a law officer, right? I get pushed back whether they're scared of interest rates or can they afford the payment, right? That's pretty obvious. But for a bookkeeper, what pushback do you get? Is it just like I'm saying, like scared of, is it worth it? Yeah, there's there's a little bit of that. And depending on the client, the business, you know, where they're at from a, you know, revenue standpoint, even, you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, I just I need to be able to do this and give this to somebody else because mm -hmm. I need to make more money. And money isn't an option. I just need to find somebody that I feel like I can trust. Whereas somebody who's starting out, <clears throat> and depending on their business model, like, for example, independent solar reps, like their income is driven by how much they can sell. And so if you've got a guy who's starting out selling, you know, he's an independent contractor. He's got his own sales business, so to speak. If he's just starting out making, you know, 80 to 100 grand a year, fantastic. Um, do it yourself. Like you need to find a way to do it yourself. Like I'm very choosy That's about right. who we decide to serve because yeah. Yeah. it doesn't become so advantageous for them because it is an investment. And so they kind of have to be in that position to actually consider making that investment in those kind of services. One and two, it's more of a, okay, what am I going to get from the service? Because they go into this again with those things that they've heard from social media or from Facebook, or from conferences and so-and-so wrote off a jet or so-and-so wrote off their truck or I have a buddy who did this and I have a buddy who did that. Like there's, there's so much information out there from people who've had friends, family, whatever, do things that they also want to do as well. Yeah. And here's the thing they're taking, they're taking that as like, okay, I can do that too. Whereas they don't know, too much details about their situation that allowed them to do that background yeah absolutely exactly background like you have to there there is a strategy or there should be a solid strategy right. in places to why somebody's able to do that it's not a matter of hey i could have a large tax bill i'm just going to go buy a truck because that'd be really cool and i'd love to have a big truck and i'm going to put it as a business asset and write off the yeah, uh, off. yeah i appreciate that thing I've literally had to do that. like i'm buying yeah. this it's a big write off like okay if you don't need the truck man let's back up and think about this but Exactly. Like if they don't know, you know, the requirements to be able to do that, because there are requirements, there are stipulations that have sure. to be met or if you be able to maximize that. And if you think that you're going to ride off an $80,000 truck while you're an independent solar sales rep, you might want to consider, okay, maybe not a truck. Maybe there's something else you could do because you're going to spend $80,000 on a new truck. You're only going to be able to write off a small percentage of that. Yeah. You're not getting any grand back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not that simple. And so just being able to have something in place, like somebody like myself, 
who is aware of that and can more or less break it down and explain like, hey, that's great. We can do things similar to that, but it all depends on your situation. You know, and again, taxes is the end game. Like before you can even really develop a robust and like super solid tax strategy, you've got to have good accounting and bookkeeping beforehand. Like I, we won't even touch clients that are like, I'll just do it myself. And then you can take it from here. It's like, well, we're going to take it from here. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. again, we want to be able to work with good data. We want to be able to deliver what they want. And if we right. can't, like we can't provide expert level advice and services based on data that was prepared by a by a you know someone's mom on excel that you know like here's yeah. what i think it is like okay you're it's wanting cool. a lot it's a lot more work yeah it's it's risky it's risky uh, that's would put a disservice to our clients if we were to take you know data like that and try to do something with it because it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a sure plan it'd just be like yeah we'll just do it because it's what you want to do and if it comes back, it's on you. We don't right. want to do that. And which would be a better write-off, uh, a commando or a G11, in your opinion? <laughs> well, the G11 fire, it's got arson a pretty pretty decent scope. I'd okay. say that would probably be a good one. Depending on, you know, if you're you know, a firearms broker or if you're a shooting range that rents out guns or whatever. It depends, Interesting. You know, on yes. situation. You know I couldn't resist. <laughs> I had to throw in something. I, I, was, I was waiting for it. <laughs> uh, so I was like, don't do it. No, I'm doing it. Um, can, you tell yeah, us, uh, okay. can you tell us real quick um, about like, because you mentioned to me like business accounts and different things you offer on the side like to supplement. What, what are some things that you like resources? That's what I was looking for. What resources yeah. do you offer? Yeah. So we have a one of our methodologies or frameworks that we have that we try to teach if somebody's you know needing to do something or needs to get something set up but they're not ready to have somebody do it for them is you gotta have a solid base you know B A S S that's banking accounting um, structure and then systems so wow. you've I mean awesome. first and foremost like people think like oh, I've got an L get an LLC and it's like Yes, that's part of the plan, but what they don't understand is that an LLC is just a legal formation, you know, legal structure for a business. From a tax standpoint, you're taxed the same as a sole proprietor if you did have an LLC or did not. See, I didn't even so there's know. No really rush. Yeah, yeah, there's no rush to get an LLC if you want to start a business, like start the business, like get a bank account so you can start, you know, tracking your income and start recording yeah. expenses. Get an accounting software so you can start managing that more efficiently. And then file as an LLC, because maybe at one point you don't have to worry about, I guess, depending on what business you're getting into, because a legal structure can provide some benefits from litigation, right? Like, so if you're providing uh, like health products or supplements or something like that, you probably want to set yourself up on a legal standpoint. So that way it, pro it protects your personal assets from the business assets. Sure. Yeah. But even then, like... <clears throat> Get the financial stuff in order first because you may not even need to worry about that. Get get that all squared away. And then you can file as an LLC later or you get to the point where it's like, actually, I'm making a lot of money. Um, I want to structure myself as an S-corp instead and I want to incorporate or whatever. And you can just skip the LLC process and go towards that. You know, Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, yeah. So have a good base. Get your banking squared away first. And to go in a little bit of detail on that, you don't need to have a business bank account, which is a common misconception. People think I'm a business. I got to have a business bank account. It's like, yeah, I know, right? I get that. It's really just have a separate account just for the business. And you don't have to have a certain number. I guess the minimum would be one. So you can yeah. 
You can direct all your income to that right. account. If you want to get a business credit card, great. Not a requirement, but if you wanted to run all expenses to that credit card, you could do that and then pay it off with the business bank account. Yes, yeah, there's a whole system there. Yeah, there's see, those are little things that I had no idea about. I'm so oblivious to it. I look at taxes every day for people, but I cut out their income. That's as far as I go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I look at business bank statements, but yeah, I look for deposits. I'm not looking at other stuff. Right. Really good information, Zach. Uh, uh, thank you so much. And and again, like I said, I've known you for years. I didn't know that you were into bookkeeping. I think it's incredible. And uh, the people I've talked to that you work with had nothing but incredible things to say about you. Um, how, how does someone get a hold of you? What's the, the quickest way to, to talk to you? Uh, Facebook, honestly, like that's the, that's the number one way we're I'm active on there every day. We're posting cool. every day, sharing little tips and tricks and whatnot. So if we're not friends, you can send me a message and we'll get back to you same day. Is it was... Zachary Johnson or Zach Johnson on Facebook? Zach Johnson on Facebook. Uh-huh. Got it. Or you can look up discovery bookkeeping. That's our company page as well. Okay. And you can send a request through there. Okay, dude, you're the man. Thank you, Zach. No problem, man. <laughs>